welcome to another Dissecting Popular IT Nerds, where we're allowed to geek out with fellow nerds and there's no eye scrolls. Today, I'm proud to introduce Jacob Scaliotti, who has just recently hit the eight-month mark as the director of IT at the Don Chaplin Company. Jacob, why don't you tell us a little about yourself and, and tell us what your first cell phone was. Sure. Well, hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be on here. Um, so I've, you know, been in IT uh, for roughly about 25 years. Um, like you said, most recently, eight months here at the Don Shapin Company. Um, my first cell phone was a Motorola Flip 550. I had that model too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I, it was, it's funny because I was uh, working as a, as a service writer at a Goodyear, and the owner had owned five Goodyears and thought it would be a great idea to sell cell phones uh. out of the Goodyear store, and he actually did like this huge, big bonus spiff plan. If you sold, I had to sell. 10 phones in a month to make bonus okay i never sold one never because <laughs> so, no, you were, it didn't you, work out for me i didn't get bonuses <laughs> yeah you're a service writer so you're too busy trying to describe what the customer it makes this versus uh you know there's a problem with the front right tire <laughs> yes yes it, it was it was interesting that that led to uh, a couple of uh couple of discussions on on bonuses with the owner and everything else but that was where it made me decide that yeah sales is not for me um you know but of course I didn't learn that lesson then and and we'll, we'll go in further as as my story continues and you can see where where I, I I relearned that lesson yeah well but you know I'm just gonna throw a counterpoint out there of you know I told myself I'm never gonna do sales and then I'm waiting tables and bartending and it just smacks me right in the face crap everything is sales and you know when you go in and you're asking for that bonus when you're asking for that raise when you want this software to accomplish a goal you're doing sales buddy <laughs> very true very true that, that is correct and and i now that i think about it i am i'm selling probably every day to somebody yeah. you know well, they got it <laughs> you are for sure yes absolutely absolutely so um you know, starting off, I was a really late comer to computers. I didn't didn't use them, didn't have anything to do with them. I mean, all the way through high school and the college, nothing, not not in, not any interest in them at all. Like I clicked around, did a few things um, here or there, but that was about it. And then my family decided to relocate to New Mexico. And my dad started a, yes, a, a chili processing company. And I went out there to become the production scheduler for this okay, chili processing Just, company. Because I know that there's a majority of people out there listening. And when they hear chili, they're thinking the one that ends with an I, not C-H-I-L-E, that green pepper that's long and, and burns the crap out of your mouth and is so, so good. <laughs> yes. So actually, the way that I usually would would describe it to people, because, again, you, you are 100% correct. They're thinking 
you know, like chili, chili con carne or, you know, denison, something to that With effect. Three beans and hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what we basically did is I said, you know, that stuff that you sprinkle on your pizza, the cracked red, right? And everyone goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that stuff. And I said, okay, we take that and we grind it into a powder and uh, add other ingredients to it to make the finished product. And they, oh, oh, like the spice packages. Yes, exactly. Kind of. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's where it was. I mean, you know, some uh, famous clients we were selling to Taco Bell. Uh, we made the meat seasoning uh, for them. We made the the hot mild and uh, they only had hot and mild back in those days. They didn't have the right. 16, you know, flavors Different. of sauce that they have these days. But yeah, oh, um, 16. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, I go out where we start this company and um you know we're, we're all from california so we don't really know anybody in new mexico and my dad reached out to the people that were supporting the computer systems at the company that he had left and said hey i started this new thing why don't you come and help us and so they were based out of monterey california they came out, set up the network, set up the servers, did all this stuff. And and one of the guys says, you know, you really need a local person here to kind of just, you know, keep things running and, and yeah, doing keep that the stuff. Spinning on top of the stick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you don't want to be calling us from Monterey, you know, all, all the time and having us fly out here. And so I was like quickly threw up my hand and said, hey, I'll, I'll do it. I'll be the, the local guy on site. And they're like, okay, great. So it started, yeah. you know. Something else for the audience here. You know, when when you talk about flying out here, you're talking about flying out to Texas so that you can drive an hour and a half to get to the part of southern New Mexico that you're talking about where they're growing chili. So it's yes. it's not a quick and easy little thing. I mean, uh, we're and and, you know, there's that that saying BFE for bum Egypt. And I always change it to BFNM because, man, there is a lot of nothing out here. <laughs> it's yeah. Beautiful oh, yeah. Area. I mean, we get some awesome sunsets and, and sunrises, as you can see the sunrise as my background. Well, you can, they can't, but. Yes. <laughs> Are, is that the organs? Yeah, it is. It's the organs. Yeah. I took the picture myself, man. So uh, right where, where you're, where you're blocking on my view is the, the, the peaks there. My parents had a house that their, their living room looked right at those mountains. Nice. It was amazing. Yeah. It yep. was an awesome view. It was really cool. So right. well, keep going. So so then yeah. turning it over to so, you for local local IT support, and you haven't touched a computer yet. Pretty much, you know. So I, you know, got got a quick and dirty training on on systems and how to get them kind of set up and keep them running. And because I was the production scheduler, I worked hand in hand with one of the guys from Monterey to build the scheduling program, right? Which we built it out of Microsoft Access. Uh, you know, we do, right. It had all of the inventory. It had all of the ingredients. And, you know, when you're dealing with chilies and making that, uh, those special spice blends, you really got to work, focus on heat, focus on the color that it looks when it's a powder. And then what it looks like when it's been mixed into a uh, liquid. Okay. So taking those attributes, plugging them into this uh, I mean, I was super proud of this database. I mean, we worked for about a month getting it, and it was pretty awesome. So give me the time period that this is, too, because this this will tell me a little bit about your bandwidth. This will tell me 
a little bit this how was, level of access it is. This was $98.99. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right. So becoming yeah. really aware of computers myself at that point. You know, I'd done stuff, right. but but now I'm going to school for it and and doing working on my bachelor's. So keep going. Awesome. So you know, we got we got it going. I'm doing the production scheduling, um, you know, doing the tape backups of the servers, kind of getting all that stuff going, uh, designing labels uh, for the Zebra printer for all the barrels of chili in the, in the cold warehouse and, you know, enjoying all of that stuff, but really just not happy, you know, with the other employees and just, it, I wasn't feeling it at the chili company plant. It just, it wasn't really doing it for me. Well, and, and then... And another fun thing to think about here too, because where I mean, as CIO and director and, and high level IT, you know, when we start talking about servers and printers and, and the environment, you're, we're thinking controlled environments inside of an office. You're talking about a chili plant, so you're talking about basically like an open warehouse full of dust, full of chili dust, full of all kinds of different things, and there's no raised floor. There's no. I'm, I'm betting there was no generator. Or if there was a generator, no. the computer system wasn't attached to it because it no, was absolutely important not. that the, the watering <laughs> system stayed working, not the computer. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So um ended up I, I ended up leaving the chili company uh and you know was looking for my next adventure, right? What was I going to do? And I'm sitting at home, kind of kicking, you know, kicking some ideas around, not really getting anything going. And I get a phone call from the gentleman that I developed that that database program with. And he's like, I heard the news. What What's going on? What happened? And so I explained to him, you know, it just wasn't for me. I didn't like it. He goes, well, I got to tell you, Jacob, in my all of my experience, I've never worked with an individual that picked up computers and this program and everything as quickly and as thoroughly as you did. He's like, I really see that you have potential in this field. If you like it, maybe you should look at going to a school or doing something to kind of further yourself in computers. And I said, oh, you know, that's never thought about that. That's interesting. Um, I said, well, yeah, I'll, I'll let me let me think about it. He goes, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll call me if you have any questions. I'll, I'll gladly talk with you. So do some research. I find a local school there in New Mexico that has a network operations technician program. So I call him up and I said, Ivan, what do you think of this? And he's like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. He's like, go through it, do it. And if you want to move back out to California, if I have anything available for you, I'll, I'll hire you on the spot. And I'm like, all right, that's all I needed to do. So I signed up for the school. Go. Was it NMS2? Yeah. Was it was it the... Uh, um... It was Business Skills Institute. Uh, <laughs> I remember them. <laughs> okay. So Business Skills Institute, right? Little thing, kind of like a healed, you know, just, uh, you know, they did uh, medical nursing transcript kind of training. And then they had this small little network operations uh, program that basically taught you. Uh, basically an associate's trade school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. So I'm there, loving it, enjoying uh, learning. I enjoy the teacher. And he comes and tells me, Hey, we have a deal here since I'm the, I teach all the computers, but I, I manage this network and I'm the support guy and I can hire one person to work with me as like an intern basis. I want you. 
are you interested in doing it? And I was like, yeah, sure. It sounds like fun. He goes, yeah, you just hang out a couple hours after school. You do young things and um, you get a little more in-depth working with me. Amazing. That sounds great. And I get paid. Yes. Yeah. Got paid. So um, that was really cool because we ended up at that time, the school changed from the little strip mall buildings that they were in and they had bought this much larger building that had to be retrofitted into a school and so he and I went and we ran all of the cable all the networking through it so I got to learn how to use the telescoping poles and punch down and crimp cables and all stuff and I was that that knowledge that I picked up from there was invaluable right it was huge and how to climb through false ceilings without breaking through the the tiles (laughs) yeah you know so (laughs) it was that was great um you know graduated from the school got my certificates and started all right time to enter the job market where are we gonna go and in New Mexico at that time in Las Cruces, there was a you know a little ISP known as Zionet yeah. that at the time was the largest ISP in, in the state of New Mexico. And um, I fill out an application, get called in for an interview and talking with the owner. And, and he says, well, you definitely have, um, you know, the skills to to do the support job and, and we'd love to bring you on. He's like, but I see a lot of potential in here. I want to start you off in support but with the idea of moving you back into the knock as soon as possible. And I'm like, Ooh, okay. Yeah, that sounds great. You know, Hey, job's a job. Right. I was like, I'm just happy to, to get back into working, you know? So. And so I want to throw this out for the audience too. This is still around the time that they're still mailing us CDs of AOL for free. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man, Just use this. Just use this. Oh Dude, yeah. Start yeah. the crack, man. Start the crack. Um, <laughs> But so Zenet was a, a wireless, and actually, you guys had some wired connectivity at that point too. And it was yeah, it was the largest um, independent because independent. You know, at that point we still had um, who was it? What were they called then? I think it was um, CenturyLink. Um, was the telco company for the state of New Mexico, and so they would provide stuff. But I mean, like you're They're, talking the T ones for five six hundred dollars a month, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, right. It was one of those things. I mean, the owner told me like once a month, he'd get a call from AOL and they wanted to buy the users from him. You know, he was that, he had that many, right. They were just like, Hey, we just want, just sell us your users. That's all we want. We'll pay you happily and you can move on and go do whatever else you want to do. And he was like, no, no, I want to see this out, you know? And so my first day on the job, I go in, I get my little training, and I'm going to take my first phone call. And the first phone call is, it's uh comes through and it was an error. It was a dial-up error 650, which I don't even remember what any of that was now because it was so long ago, right? right. But the, the support manager, the lead, right? He's listening in on, on my call at that time. And he comes up and he's like, he goes, you know, flip the call on hold real quick. So I put the customer on hold and he goes, listen, 650 is one of the hardest things to troubleshoot over the phone. He's like, if you want, let's push this off to one of the senior uh, techs and let them handle it, you know, and, you know, and then we'll just get you another call. And I was like, oh, you know, I was like, oh, I'd rather do it. Let's just go through it. They they had a really good 
um, manual or knowledge based website, you know, okay. that had all that stuff. And he, oh, that, that was the manager maybe? that built it. Oh, yeah. It was great. I mean, it, they were uh, ahead of the game as far as that was concerned. Yeah. For, for that, you know, in the early 2000s, and, for somebody to have something like that, a, a, a call tree or, or a, a um, uh, just a workflow to walk through the troubleshooting. That was, you know, only yeah. like enterprise people had that kind of crap. Okay, yeah, keep going. He, sorry, he had it. He had it. Screenshots, everything. I followed, walked the customer through step by step what to do. We fixed it. Right Guy was up and running in about an hour. He came over. The other service manager came over to me. He's like, "Well, that took long, but you know, way to go, way to keep through it." He's like, "You want to, you know, speed it up next time?" But yeah, let's go. And you know, that Our was first call you know, resolution. Come on, yeah, you know, <laughs> just hit it and and you know, loved it. It, it. You know, everything was going great there. Um, I then we end up moving, have a new a new office built, go over there, kind of working, and um, the owner's telling me like, yeah, we're getting close. I'm going to bring you in the back. I'm going to bring you in the back. Like, okay. And there was a an NMSU student that was handling all of the networking for the company on a part time basis, right? He went to school and then he did all the rest of the stuff, you know. And we hardly ever saw him. He'd come in out hours, do all this stuff. He was. You know, definitely the definition of the oh boy. lock in the server room and slide the yeah. pizza under the door type of thing to, you know, kind of one of those, definitely one of those type of guys, right? But yeah. I'm at my desk. I can see the time clock and I see him come in, clock in, go to his office, and like five minutes later, come out, clock out, and leave. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. I'm like, okay, keep working. about. Half hour later, the owner and everyone comes over to me and they're like, have you seen the guy? And I said, well, yeah, he came, he clocked in, grabbed some stuff, clocked out, and he's gone. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, he quit. So we need you in the back right now. <laughs> okay, cool. So, Finally! You know, yeah, so, you know, I get back there. Of course, I don't know anything Unix. I was all Windows trained, no network training, right? It was all Cisco stuff. I didn't have any of that either. And, you know, the owner's like, don't worry about it. I'll handle all that stuff. He goes, but this is what I want you to do first and foremost. And he brings over a Cisco switch, plops it down on my desk, brings over an analog phone, puts that down on my desk, gives me a book that says VoIP on it. And he says, look at this book. And he's like, plug the phone into that switch and call it so it'll work. And I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> that, huh? You can do that? And he's like, yeah. And so I'm like, okay. So crack the book, start reading. I'm like, this is never going to work. <laughs> like, this is an analog phone. This is not a VoIP phone. Is that? So anyway, tell him, I'm like, yeah, it's not going to work. You know, we can't do that. He goes, all right, that's mm -hmm. fine. And we just start, you know, working on other stuff. I, you know, I think I shared with you, we spent many a time driving around, going to, you know, different locations for where we had a closet and you know in someone's business and we've had about you know six or seven different uh modem banks in those closets and you know get them going um so that was right right towards 2000 and i'm like all right i'm done with new mexico i'm ready to come back to california <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I just, I just say, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. It's, it, you know, I'm good. So I start looking. DSL and cable. Oh my God. What do right. I change there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I get 
a position offered to me to be a level two desktop support for Broadcom Corporation in San Jose, California. And okay. so I I fly out. This is a, a funny little funny story too. I fly out for the interview. Of course, I'm from Gilroy, born and raised in Gilroy, knew San Jose very well. I fly in, get to the airport. They the company picks me up. We go to uh, we go to one of the locations. I meet some people, do a couple of interviews, and they said, "Okay, well, we're gonna go to the prune yard at the Cam in Campbell for lunch, and take you by our other offices over there." And I'm like, "Oh, well, that sounds great!" So I jump in the back of the minivan that they had rented, and they jump out, and we're at. Uh, so we're in San Jose. I know you probably don't know San Jose very well, but we're no. by the airport and it's, you know, east of Campbell where we wanted to go. They get in and they start driving north on 101 heading to San Francisco. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, we're going the wrong way. Like this, I'm like, I just know, like they don't know where they're from because they're from Irvine, right? They're from Southern California. And so uh, they kind of get a glimpse of the driver gets a glimpse of me in the in the rearview mirror and I'm like you know I'm looking around and like trying to see like you know and they can see that I'm thinking about something and they're like what you know you okay what's going on there and I'm like well didn't you say we're going to the prune yard in Campbell yes you're kind of going the wrong way then <laughs> I was like are we going to a roundabout way that I don't know and they're like we're not from here, Jacob. If you know where we, where to go, just tell us. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, you want to take the next exit? Go back. So get them routed over. Oh, we, man. Know, find our find our way for quest lunch. and paper, folks. There was no Google. There was no Google nope. Maps. Uh, come on, we're talking 2000. Uh, Google's barely coming on the scene at this point, and and, and we still got Ask Jeeves. <laughs> oh yes, oh, good old Ask Jeeves. I forgot about that one. Way to pull that one out. Yes. <laughs> So um, do all the interviews. They say, okay, well, we're, we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll let you know. We'll, we'll give you a call in a couple of weeks. We're going to talk about some stuff and, and we'll get back to you. I'm like, great. I go in, get to the airport. I walk in, I go, I brought a change of clothes with me, you know, so I could fly back in comfort, you know, back to, to Texas, as you were saying. Um, and I'm sitting in the hall waiting, right? I change, I'm in like sweats and I've got my bag and I'm waiting in the terminal and I see them like anxious, like walking around, like looking all over. And so I pop out, I'm like, hey, are you looking for me? Yes, oh, we're so glad we found you. Broadcom called us and they want they want to hire right away and stuff. So the job's yours if you want it. And I'm like, amazing, okay, great. Well, thanks, I will fly back and we'll touch base and get everything going and no we want you tomorrow job yeah took the job and moved out and um you know been back in california ever since and uh, it's been great and loved it and that started my my journey uh, at uh broadcom working there as uh level two support um was great really enjoyed so, it a lot of, go ahead. so tell me how did you get off of the help desk. What were some of the things that you did? What what was one of the first lessons that you learned that helped you get away from um, those trouble tickets and and helping people um, troubleshoot that that message or that dial up six fifty and and um, figuring out how to get to where you're going? <laughs> um, what'd you do? And what was well? What was the first thing, or did you just keep busting ass and they just naturally promoted you? Well, you know, 
in the beginning, I think the owner kind of saw based on our in the interview that I had with him at ZNet and the interview that I had with him and and seeing what I had done at uh, Rio Valley Chile and at the school that I had, he kind of already had it in his mind that he was going to pull me out of support as soon as possible. So I basically did just like you said, and that's kind of been how I have been my whole entire life, right? I, I take a job and I try and do it the best of my abilities. Um, you know, I just that's just how I am, you know, kind of how I was raised. And, you know, so I always just kind of hit the ground running and really um, try and show the company or whoever that hired me, you know, kind of to reassure them as quickly as possible that they made the right choice and they picked, you know, a, a good employee. So I think that that's that's really kind of helped me, you know, kind of along in my career and and made things kind of speed up for me when when I needed them to um you know and kind of move me up move me along um the the route because like you said there are a lot of people that kind of get stuck in that level one and never have that that chance or that the the ability to kind of move out and move on so was it level two and and, yeah. and above were you pushing for those for that next um promotion were you pushing for that next position or were you just working hard and hoping that they recognized it and rewarded it um, cause you know, there's, that's something that I've struggled with over the years was that, you know, I, there's all, there's been organizations that I've worked at and I work really hard and unless I'm out there selling and, and pushing them and saying, Hey, I want to move up. I want this next opportunity. Some of those organizations just let you work really hard in that same position and, and just take advantage of it. But, but so you moved up and you kept moving up. Now the first couple of them, you've already talked about how, how they recognized it and rewarded it. What about Broadcom? What about the guys after that? So really that kind of really solidified with me when a you know, little bit later on down in my career path, when I started working at West Marine. So I got hired to work at West Marine as a, another, a good level two desktop support person and I'm like, okay, great. You know, I, I know how to do this. It's in my wheelhouse. So I got there and that was my, that was my mindset from day one. I was like, I'm going to get in here and I'm going to just light it up. I want to be an all-star. I want them to know who I am and want me at the company and want to move me up. Right. And so I just approached it that way. And anytime something came up, I volunteered. I'd be like, hey, I'm here. Oh, you need overtime? Yep, I'll, I'll do it. I'll let me work. You know, any projects that were there, I, I jumped on those and, you know, just really tried to make myself as visible as possible. All right, do me a favor real quick. Uh, yes. This is random. Hold your hands up. All right, I don't see a wedding ring. <laughs> no. <laughs> it doesn't fit me anymore. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Oh, sorry. Okay. Subject. Well, Touch hey. Subject. No, it's all right. No. <laughs> No, uh, um, I am married, but yes, uh, the the ring um, does not fit my my uh, current hand size right now, and um, so we we yeah. are actively <laughs> working on getting back into into ring weight, we'll say, so that I can get that ring Sorry, back dude. on, you know, and stuff. But yes, um, well, I was just checking because I know when I was starting off and I was pushing really hard, doing the had that same kind of attitude that you're talking about of. Uh, man, I was putting in 60, 70 hours a week. I was going late to the racetrack. I was helping them with their websites. I was doing 
all this extra stuff for that recognition to to show yeah, that I was yeah. there, that I was all in. And it sounds like you well, were you doing know, the same thing. Doing the exact same thing. I, I was all in. Let me let me show you. Let me do everything that I can. And I'm gonna tell you, there there were times where I, I you get frustrated, right? Because you you're not moving, and and things come up, and you try for them, and you get passed over, you know. And so that started happening with me there at West Marine, and and I was I felt like I was hitting a ceiling. So what's what's one way to break through the ceiling? Well, go find another job, right? If someone else <laughs> is willing to give you something more. Uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, one way of doing it. And so that's what I did is I started looking and I got an offer to work for another company there, local came back, talked to my boss and said, Hey, this is, this is what, what's going on. Uh, you know, I've got this other offer. They were, they're willing to pay me more stuff. And they said, okay, well, we don't want to lose you. Um, you're doing a lot of work for us on both sides, corporate and store side. So we're going to make you a desktop engineer. We're going to have you be in charge of our imaging, doing all of our SCCM work, patching, patching corporate, patching stores. That's all on you. I'm like, cool. Sounds good to me. Send me off to training for SCCM. Um, picked up that program. Thought it was, you know, a, a really great tool, super expensive, but really, really good tool for, for what, what you need it for. And I'm guessing this is around 2010. We've, we've done a bit of a jump here because I, I think SCCM really, really started yes. to come to the forefront around then. Yes. Yes. So okay. you're right. Yeah. I, 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 for, for time purposes, I jumped, I jumped a yeah, little bit, right. but yes, we're about to, we're, so yeah, right around 2010, um, that was coming, but that was probably a good five years for me at West Marine when that happened. Right. Um, so I'm now the engineer working along, doing great. Everything's going going, you know, I can't, I couldn't ask for anything more. Right? I, I love my job. The people there was being well taken care of, was being compensated well and company gets acquired. And I'm Yay. like, this was total <laughs> shock to everyone. Cause it was, it was a publicly traded company. And so we were not, this came totally out of left field. It was bought by an equity firm. The equity firm comes in and they said, we're going to own you all. We love what you're doing, West Marine. You guys are awesome. We want to keep you for five years, and then we're going to sell you off. But we see your vision. We love your vision. It's great. Keep moving forward. We're going to help you get there and stuff. So I'm like, okay, this, this sounds good. I just keep working along, doing what I'm doing. And in about year three of this five-year deal, my feeling is it's, it's not going quite to plan. Now I'm not, you know, I don't know, I'm not executives, I'm not over there, but from my point of view, from what I'm seeing, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's going to plan. And I'm getting worried that, well, maybe they might sell sooner or 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 in two more years when they sell, who are they going to sell to? And am I going to be in that equation or are they going to go to a company that has another already has an IT department and they're not going to need a desktop engineer. They're not going to need my role. Right. And I, so I start to get nervous and I'm looking and, at and I'm sure they're not giving you equity. So at that point, no, no, no I, you know, it wasn't getting any wages. Like that. There you so, go. Enjoy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Be proud. So I do some research and I realize if I reenter this job market today, 
with what my experience is and what my title is, I'm going to be making significantly less money than what I'm being paid. And I'm like this, you know, it's a, it's, you know, it's a, it's a good problem to have, right? I mean, you're getting paid well, but I'm starting to worry about this because I'm like, well, shoot, how am I going to take care of my family and everything else with, I'm making, you know, $15,000 less a year. You know, I, I, you know, I don't know, you know, I got nervous. So I started looking again. Especially because you're in California and it's not, it's, it's cheap out there. No, no worries. 15,000 less, no biggie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's. Exactly. So you just don't, you don't have the pool in the backyard, but you still have the backyard, right? You know, that's <laughs> the mud pit. <laughs> exactly. So I start looking and I, and I get an offer from a small company in, uh, in Hollister that does circuit board manufacturing. And they, they asked me to come out and do a, a, an informal interview on a Saturday. So I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. Go out there meet the guys, talk with them. They're great. They give me a tour and I'm looking and I'm like, holy crap. They got a lot of work. They need some help because this is all like consumer goods. This is like refurbished stuff from Amazon, right? I'm not, I'm like, I don't see anything that's like that I'm used to seeing coming from a West Marine, a, you know, 4,000 employee company with support centers and distribution centers and all this stuff. I'm like, woo. And so <laughs> you guys are in out. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, they make me an offer. I go back to my boss. I tell him, hey, this is the deal. He's like, wow, man, I don't want to lose you. I need you. Uh, you know, I, I have plans for you. You know, dude, I said, hey, I I, I want to stay with West Marina. I love it here. I love working for you. He said, but this is my problem. And this is my concern. I was like, so please don't come back to me with more money. That's going to kind of compound the problem, right, is I'm looking for maybe a title change, something that's going to help me kind of build up my resume in the event that something happens and I re-enter the job market, I'll be paid for, you know, what, know. what my skill set actually is and the jobs that I've had in the past. Okay, I get it. I understand. Let me see what I can do. Perfect. He comes back at the end of the day and he says, well, there's a policy with this company that only management that if you're in management you have to have a college degree you don't have a college degree and i said you are 100 percent correct i do not and he says so i can't put you into management and i and i go i understand and i said you know I, and he goes it's not me i don't have a problem with it i don't care either way i said no i understand i know it's not you thank you here's my resignation good luck to you right turned it up yep and headed on over to Hollister. Um, and now I'm, I'm the guy, right. They're calling me, uh, they're calling the me guy. director. Yeah. They're calling me director of it. And I'm like, Holy, uh, I'm like, you well, systems engineer to director of it. But yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm, well, that's what they're saying. They're calling right. me director of it. Right. Hey. But I'm like, I go, Hey, wait a minute. Director would kind of, lead you to believe that maybe I have some people working for me. So like, <laughs> I'm going to give myself this title instead. I'm going to be the IT operations manager because that's what I really liked. That's what I really wanted to focus on was operations and infrastructure, okay. right? Because they had a guy that knew software and he kind of handled all that stuff, but they didn't have anybody that knew infrastructure and operations. And I was like, so that's it. So I gave myself that title. 
put it up there. I'm like, this is great. Love it. Started in, you know, built up the inventory, uh, built up the, I'm sorry, the infrastructure from scratch, bought, you know, switches, servers, backup solutions, NASes. Good question on that. So that right there is typically one of the largest challenges that we face in our careers. So how did you sell that? How, what was, what were those discussions like? Because were they, did they recognize how much of a cluster it was and they were willing to, or did you have to convince them? Neither. They Let didn't understand it. You didn't have to convince them. Okay. Now, I'm now, huh? now you're listening, right? Okay. Huh? So I get in sitting there. I'm uh, two weeks into the job and I sit down to in, bring, bring in the CEO the engineering operations manager, vice president, basically of the company, and the other guy that was doing the IT stuff, the software guy that I mentioned before. We go into a conference room, I bring up slides. I'm like, okay, this is the, the NAS that I want to buy with these hard drives. It's going to give us this amount of storage. And this is the backup solution that I want to do that's going to provide us with this functionality. So for our data and our and our systems. And they kind of look around, look up at the screen. And they're like, okay, we'll think about it. We'll get back to you, boss. And that's what was, that was the answer that I got. I'm saying, okay, all right, cool. Thank you. You know, have a nice day. I go back, start working. Next week happens. We're now in week three. And I get a phone call that says, um, hey, uh, internet's down. And I'm like, okay, well, I just, you know, I just dropped my son off at school. I'm on my way. I'll be there in about 20 minutes. And they're like, okay, well, I was just called to tell you that the internet was down. I said, okay, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I'll, I'll be right there. Great. Hang up the phone. I'm driving in. Like I said, I had about a 15, 20 minute commute. About 10 minutes into the commute, I get another call from someone. Hey, uh, internet's down. I said, yeah, I know. I got the call. I'm on my way, you know, and stuff. So get there and um, I make my way to the back. I get into the server room and, and there's another gentleman in there and he's looking at the, looking at the NAS that, that was there that they had in place, which was, you know, consumer one that you would, you know, like you would have at home for your if you were into tech and knew yeah. what you were doing, right. You would have that, but it, you know, uh, definitely a, a, a desktop model, not rackable and anything like that. Right. And he's, yeah. he's, he's pointing, he goes, this is the problem. And I'm like, okay, good thing. Yeah. Go ahead, clear out of my server room. Let me take a look <laughs> and see what, what's going on. I log into it and it's uh won't take the password. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I'm like, okay, well, let's just try the default password just for you know, giggles. see what happens, right? And so of course I log in with the default password and it takes me right in and it's there's no data, there's nothing, it's completely reset. And I'm like, well, this is weird. And you know, come in and they said, yeah, um, we got a we got a problem. This this you know this system, it, it, you know, we, we lost all the data. I'm like, okay, all right, let's you know, let's, was let's... was Dave just in here? 
<laughs> so, um, or, or wait, that kid from Zenit, the one that clocked in, was there for five minutes, clocked out, walked away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he was uh, so he was still somewhere back in in New Mexico, I think. But um, so anyway, I didn't have to. I didn't have to sell it. I didn't have to do anything. They quickly came upon the decision themselves that, oh, we're in a whole problem here, and we need to listen to this guy. He we hired him for a reason, and. And let's see what he can, uh, if he knows what he can do, you know, and stuff. And so um, after that little hiccup and incident there with uh, with the data, uh, that was pretty much all all, all I needed. And, and uh, after that, it was basically, they told me, anything you need, you just come and let us know. And, and I'll tell you yes or no. And all right. In so, all fairness, he yeah. told me no one time. So and that was it. He said yes to everything else that I asked for. There's the three ways, and 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 forgive me because I mentioned two of them. It was like you got to sell it to them. Um, they recognize that their own problems, or the third one is you go through a disaster, <laughs> and they realize, oh, uh, maybe we should pay a little <laughs> for our infrastructure. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times that that checkbook yep, up, yep, died yep. in the middle of a disaster, but five minutes after <laughs> it closes, and and I'm like, well, do you want this to? Here's what I need to keep this from happening again. Nope, we're good. Wait, yesterday it was fly anybody in from anywhere <laughs> to fix this, and today, nope, not even gonna, not even gonna let me. Come on, this is only. We we lost a lot more than that. Yeah, never mind. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, one time, you know. So one time he told you one, no. Why? One time. One time he told me no. So um, the company there, they they it was a circuit board manufacturer. They dealt with uh with aerospace government. We were getting a lot of we we didn't have a lot of customers at that time, but we had a salesperson that was really trying to get into that market. And so she keeps sending me these, these cybersecurity questionnaires, like over and over again. Like, I need you to fill this out. I need you to fill this out. And I'm like, uh, okay, uh, I'll sure I'll fill it out. But I mean, it's going to be no's for most of these things. Cause we're not doing these. Right. So it's, it's just not going to happen. I need you to fill it out. Just go, don't worry about it. Fill it out. I'll, I'll make a deal. So I'm like, okay. So. I take the initiative and I say, I need help. We need to be CMMC certified. And so I reach out, I get, uh, find a couple of companies. One does, a, a gives me a, a, a pitch to come in, do, a, you know, do an over, you know, overview of our systems and really help us to get to the point where we would be ready to be CMMC certified at the level that we needed to be. And they were only going to charge us like fourteen thousand and change, right? Which is steel. I mean, just a steal. I was out. I I companies. I talked to other people. They're like, oh my god, if they're going to do it for that price, what are you waiting for? I'm like, yeah, I know. I just need to get my approval. So I go talk to the CEO, and I'm like, hey, this is what the deal is. This is what I see. You know, I think we need this. This is what I'm proposing to. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. He's like, I'd rather just give you, you know, 14 grand to buy another server. I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. But another server is not going to help. Right. I, I kind of need this. And he's like, he goes, ah, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think? And I said, OK, I'm going to make this easy for you. 
if you want this business, right? If you want that, if you want those government contracts, you want that Northrop Gunman stuff, you want that stuff. If you want it, we got to do this. If you don't want it, then just tell me you don't want it and I'll walk away. He goes, I don't want it. See you later. Have a nice day. Thank you. Please just tell your sales team to not <laughs> send me requests to fill out CMMC questionnaires because we're not going to be CMMC certified. Oh, yeah, 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 no problem. That lasted a week. And then Second you week into that. Fill us out again. Fill us out again. Come on. Oh, just, you know, fill it out. Oh, okay. All right. You know, so, but that was the one time, you know, and it wasn't even really a, a hard no. It was a, no, I'll give you the money, but I'd rather give you the money to do something else with it. And I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't help. I want to see a Thank physical you, thing. I don't help. want to know about, you know. I... Yeah, yeah, you, you know, exactly. Certification? You know? Bah. Well, he thought, you know, he got more focused and that was part of my problem, right? Because, you know, again, it was me trying to sell it to him. And he got really focused on that this was a, a gap analysis, right? And I'm like, it's not, it's, it, yes, they're doing that, but it's so much more than that. And he's like, nah, he's like, why can't you do it? Can you do it? And I said, sure, I can do it. Give me a year to study, get certified, figure out all I'm going to do. And oh yeah, by the way, while I'm doing all of that, Who's going to be doing my job, right? Keeping the lights on, keeping the infrastructure going and doing all that stuff. Cause I can't do both. Right. It's not going to, it doesn't work that way. Right. You know, I'm, I'm going to need that time. And he's like, ah, I don't want it. We don't want to do it. Never mind. You know, move on and stuff. And I'm like, absolutely. I will gladly move on, you know, yeah. cause uh, NIST 800-171 and CMMC are not, they are not fun. You know, those, those are the one things that, that make me stay up at night. And, and those, you know, I was talking with a couple of the other co-hosts. We're texting back and forth, talking about some topics and everything else. And I, I'm starting to think that needs to be one of those little subtopics that, that, that we hit up, you know, all of the organizations that are now getting nailed by this because the, the due date has passed and oh, yeah. anybody that's dealing with the government, anybody who's a secondary or tertiary level of a government supplier needs to be NIST 800-171 certified. And if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, guess what? If you're dealing with government agencies, you will. <laughs> you're going to learn real quick. You're going to learn yeah. real fast. Absolutely. And, and you're going to have to, and it's going to, it's probably going to come in before AI gets to your organization. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 So, so um, oh, man. you know, thankfully, thankfully now, um, I moved on to the Don Shapen company and we don't have to deal with any, any kind of compliances or any kind of things like that. We're, you know, uh, a paving, grading, construction company, uh, you know, so I, I can just relax and focus on making the company uh, as efficient IT wise and as profitable IT wise as they can be. So what's something unique about the environment that you're dealing with, with, with the uh, Don Chapin, what's, what's different for that organization than all of the other experiences you've had working with infrastructure, building the help desk and, and deploying new solutions and selling these kinds of things. What, what makes Don Chapin a, a more than just, you know, makes this more than just that IT job of making all the blinky lights blink. Well, you know, that, that's, so one of the things that that um, I've had to learn real quick is I mean, this was my first time in in construction uh, or dealing with ready mix concrete. So I'm I'm quickly having to 
learn all of the softwares and 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 the tools that that they are currently already using. Um, but that's not really unique. That's not really different than anything else. Um, I would say probably right now in the first eight months, the most unique thing that that I've been um, having to kind of get familiar with and understand is we have some pretty remote sites, um, some sites that are uh, only run on solar and that's it, you know, and, and learning how to optimize your systems and keep, you know, run as lean as possible power wise so that you can get through the, the full day um, and night know, <laughs> and night. Uh, exactly. And night, you know, going through. So um, that's been, that's been fun. That's been a, a, an interesting um that's kind of journey for me to take of it. Yeah. You know, and, and so uh, uh, it, it's great. We're, we're looking at putting in um, a new, a new system at, at, at some of these sites that uh, can be, um, you know, kind of a, a, like automated, right? So, you know, uh, they'll be able to, someone can just, you know, a, the truck can pull up, get loaded, hit the scales, everything, you know, we'll have cameras. They, they take pictures of the, the license plate of the truck, of everything, you can process the payment, make sure that the load is right, print out the receipt, send the driver on their way, you know? And and uh, so it's 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 really cool. I, I'm really, really digging it. And I'm very, very glad that I made the the change to come over to, to this company because mm-hmm. they've treated me great. And um, I, I couldn't have asked for anything more. So if there was something that you want to um to tell somebody who's trying to figure out how to get off of the help desk or how to how to get into that director, how to go from the operations manager into the director role, what what was the hard learned lesson that you'd give them? Well, you know, um I definitely I definitely hit a wall because I didn't have the degree. Right. And so that really held me back. Right. So that that did hold me back, unfortunately. So anyone that's starting off, if you if you, you know, if you want to kind of, you know, if you want to move up, you want to do that. If you have the ability to to get the you know, have that education part of it, I would say definitely put the time in it. It will it will help you in the long run. I feel that I I've been blessed and have been lucky to, you know, well, lucky and blessed, but also I did put in a lot of hard work and I did, you know, I, I really made myself visible as best as I could. Right. And so I would say if you can get the education, because that'll definitely help, um, you know, on paper, but if you want off that help desk, be as visible as possible, right. Make sure that you're, that you're in supervisor, a good way, your boss <laughs> in a good way. Absolutely. In a good way. Yes. You know, but it was, you know, it, it, it got to that point where, you know, I at, you know, back at like West Marine, all of the executives, they just wanted, they well, just send Jacob because he'll fix the problem. I know him. I know he'll fix the problem. So just send Jacob. Right. And so I then quickly became the, you know, executive support, the white glove person that, you know, that, that you're there and, you know, would, pop my head in and sneak around the CEO's desk and, you know, fix his password real quick for him and slide out before, you know, anyone really knew what was going on, you know, and, and just kind of sit there and go, I'm not listening to what's going on, even though I'm hearing everything that's being said, I'm not, you know, don't worry. It's not going to, not going to, not going to go past my ears. I guarantee it. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, let's let's break into a, a moment of fun. So random access memory. You know, we've heard this on a couple of other segments. So if computers could talk, what do you think they'd complain about the most? I know what mine say. What would yours say? Yeah, you told me yours and it was really good. I'm not going to steal <laughs> yeah. it because I want to. I, I, trust I, me. I know mine would say that's not how it's spelled, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, I you know, I, I think... Um, Oh, man, that's a tough. That, that's a. I really wasn't expecting it. I know, and you gave me, you know, ample time to think mm -hmm. about it, you know, and everything. And I mean, it's definitely not. I mean, the only thing I can think of, it's not not nearly as clever as as yours. But it would be like, you know, would you quit turning me off and on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got I got another one for you then. Um, what's your favorite tech themed dad joke? And so, um, I you know I I, I just had to look one up. So. Uh, you know, I chat GPT to the rescue. Um, why do programmers always mix up Christmas and Halloween? Because Oct 31 equals Des 25. <laughs> you got to be a real nerd for that one. Yeah, you do. <laughs> that went over my head. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking uh, um, uh, Octet, Octet 31 equals Decimal 25, you know, the, getting back yeah. to these oh, yeah. characters. <laughs> Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Yeah, but, yeah. but man, that's yeah. I know I don't head on that. I don't know if I have. I don't know if it's a, if it's a dad joke, and I don't really know the whole the whole gist of it, right? But I'll, I'll try and get through it as best as possible, right? But one of my old bosses kind of told this joke, and I know I'm going to murder it, but it doesn't matter because the punchline is 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 the hill kicker anyway, right? But it's uh -huh. you, know, you got you got. Uh, you know, a physicist, a doctor, and your director of IT, right? They're all going out to... Physicist, doctor, to, and the director of IT. Wait, right? is the physicist a doctor too? So a doctor, doctor, and, and a nerd? <laughs> doctor, doctor, nerd, sure. Yeah, right. So anyway, I told you I was going to murder the joke. I wasn't going to tell I'm sorry, it. Right? Bro. But anyway, right. <laughs> so they all go, they're going out to go to lunch, right? They go, they get in the car, took the key in, turn it, nothing happens. And, you know, the, the doctor's saying, oh, well, we need to, you know, we need to get in and look, let's get open up the engine. Let's figure out what's going on. Maybe there's something with, you know, with the cranks or the pistons not working right. And he said, no, 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 no. The air fuel ratio's off. That's, that, that's what's wrong. That's why it's not starting. And the IT director says, hold on, let's all get out of the car and get back in and try it again. <laughs> yeah, windows. Windows reboot. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, that one works. All right. So, so yeah, kind of kind of a dad joke there, but you yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, the kids would be like, oh God, dad. Either that or they'd be like, huh? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. My Chromebook always works. What are you talking about? Yeah. My my iPhone, I don't have to do that, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You turn it oh, off. Man. Why? Okay. <laughs> Well, hey, as as we wrap this up, what's what's something you want to promote? You got anything that you want to tell us about? Anything that you're trying to upsell? Anything to to help with that that um, getting back to ring size? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you know that that's that's unfortunately that's all on me. That's you know. Oh, that's not where uh, I was going, man. And you're supposed to head somewhere else with this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Well, um, so. I would say probably the one thing, cause you know, I, I, I help, I help out my wife as, as much as I can. And, 
Um, she is an amazing um, crafter and creator. Um, I know audience can't see, but you can see behind me. You got, uh, you know, so yeah, that right oh, there, oh, right on. My my wife made and. The other one next to it there, she did those. Those are both um, 3D yeah, paper art. 3D paper yeah. art and as picture. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, so, so she, how, she does if a I lot wanted of that, stuff. Where do I go? How do I find it? Well, it's real easy. Just look up Island Girl Mick. That's Island, her handle. Island Girl Mick. Mick. Short for like Mickey. Okay. So Island Girl Mick. If you look up that, she's the only one out there. She that'll get you to her, you know, her Instagram, her TikTok, her, you know, her Square, you know, her uh, Shopify, her Etsy store, Etsy. all that great stuff. So yes, right on. All right. Well, thank you very much, Jacob. It, it's been a great discussion. It's been fun to talk about and and find somebody else that knows what it's like living out here in the uh, BFNM, <laughs> but also yes. probably still. Mrs. Chili, man, I, I can go down the street and get some of the good stuff. <laughs> well, you sure can. Oh, man, I, yeah, there. That is the one thing I would say that I do miss the most about uh, Las Cruces is definitely the food. There's some great spots there. Um, so oh, yeah, you know, I know them all. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, as we come to the close, um, you know, I, I want to invite all of our listeners to uh, comment, rate the podcast on the iTunes store or wherever you're grabbing the copy of the podcast from. We really appreciate the support of the program and, and the time you invested in the nerding out with us geeks. So uh, thank you very much, Jacob. And let's get this thing promoted for you. Right on, brother. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, it was great. Really enjoyed it. Thank you.